0: Diana, is your story ready? My my story is ready. (laughs) Is it ready to go? My story is ready to go.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's what you wanted to say.
0: That's what I wanted to say. (laughs) That that was my punchline. Is your
1: story ready? Chantal made sure to tell me she wanted to speak first because she wanted to say something. (laughs) I thought I was going to say something important, but clearly not. (laughs) i did ask her i said is your is your story i meant to say ready but i said story so hello hello
0: (laughs) and welcome back (laughs) what a week we have had this is going to be an eventful podcast y'all we have much to cover
1: yeah it's been kind of a whirlwind nightmare i don't know depending on (laughs) how you view it oh god i think just all of the above so it is friday today right it's friday yep yeah it's right okay i was like it fucking never, better be i never know what day of the week it is <laughs> because i am busy as shit tomorrow it better be friday so yeah we got together on wednesday to record and that's when all the fun started literally one shit storm after the next totally but it started great in the yeah. sense where in the sense where i got us new microphones yeah and i was yes. like so stoked Hooray about that to start recording because we just needed better microphones so that was a great start and then Mm -hmm. it just fucking fell apart after that oh man Uh uh-huh um I'm just trying to think
0: (laughs) where do we start I know right where do we even begin
1: so Chantal came over I did and we sat on the deck for a little bit while I finished my story I just you know I I had a a story originally but I just wasn't feeling it Mm -hmm. I will save it because it is a good story it just wasn't this week kind of story
0: it wasn't the vibe just didn't
1: feel right wasn't the vibe wasn't the murder i wanted to talk about there you go (laughs) so i changed my story and yes so i had to take a little bit extra time (laughs) yeah to get that going so she came over and i was finishing up my story and i came down to my office and started setting everything up while she threw some dinner on the
0: stove and paced the sundeck and paced the sun deck. Oh, yeah. You were pacing while oh, I was God. finishing. Paced the entire time and stubbed my toe really hard. You did. Oh, I'm... and was on the phone with my Nana. So I had to seriously censor myself, <laughs> which made it, I swear, hurt even more. Mm hmm. Uh huh.
1: You may have exploded her virgin ears. Probably. If she had heard you say some swear words.
0: Mind you, I was on the phone with her today and she swore oh
1: <gasps> i no. know what yes did she say
0: i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna like what's on word? her no
1: what swear word <laughs> i want to know no one else will know about this oh you just want me to tell you she said shit okay i'm not editing that out what
0: <laughs> fuck you
1: i mean seriously i'm the only one that knows it's just gonna
0: go live next week but that's okay she said shit she did How did she, like, did she, how did she feel about that? Oh, she even said, she was like, I can't remember how she worded it, but it was like, you know, forgive me for the turn of phrase I use next or whatever. Uh She said, yeah. And she just said, forget the rest of the shit or something like that.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I was totally expecting like the F word or something, but. Oh, no. I'm still. I have heard her say that though. Wow. I am
0: learning some stuff about Nana today. Yeah. I've heard her swear like that before. Huh. Heard my granddad swear a few times too. It was weird it is weird yeah.
1: when they swear mm-hmm. it is especially when you have to censor yourself around them or i mean you don't have to but then they're gonna give you like the, their speech on why you shouldn't swear and stuff so she probably shouldn't know about her
0: podcast it's funny because i told her about it today on the phone too. okay that's fine so she can't
1: <laughs> she shouldn't listen to it
0: she i don't think she would <laughs> probably not no i don't think she would she didn't even know what a podcast was and stuff and so i was trying to explain it to her same as my dad Trying to explain to him what a podcast is, what a streaming service is. You think I'm bad with technology? My dad still uses a flip phone. Oh, I know. From like 2006. I know that it's coming from
1: somewhere. (laughs) I know your like technology, whatever you want to call it, is coming from somewhere. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not surprised. It's coming from both sides of your family. (laughs) Because Nana is her mom's mom. And then Brian is your dad, which still feels weird saying Brian, but... Yeah, so it's coming from both sides of your family. So I understand. I really do. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Where are we going now? Um, um, the, what happened next? I made, I was going to make rice on the stove. Yes. And then boom, uh, my power went out power fucking went out
1: yeah a tree went down on some power lines and we didn't have power normally the power outages are very short-lived but this one ended up lasting until 1 58 a.m oh i, I was thought still it was awake. Three. Oh, okay no it was supposed that was their estimated time oh okay so they came on just before two and i what i told you was gonna happen happened because i have smart bulbs everywhere in the house. And when the power, when we have a power outage, it comes back on and it's like whoo, you literally hear it's like a spaceship fucking <laughs> coming awesome. on. It, it literally sounds like that. And every fucking light in the house goes on. So I have to sit there and start turning them all off. But because they're all on Wi-Fi, unless I manually turn them off, you have to wait for the Wi-Fi to kick in. <laughs> Cause that is loading up and it could take a while. And it was funny because I could hear Joshua downstairs going, Okay, Google. Turn off Josh's lights. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Google may actually turn his lights (laughs) off. My Google just lit up. (laughs) And my son's in his room. I think it just turned his lights off. Sorry, Josh. (laughs) But I could hear him yelling. I Googled to turn his lights off and I'm sure he was exhausted. and, And I keep telling him it takes time for them to come back on. That one lasted a long time. It went out around 628. Yeah. And it came on Just before two.
0: So we didn't get to record. We didn't. So
1: Chantal had her food on the stove top about to get it all going. And I'm down here setting up the office and boom, the power goes off. And I was like, what the fuck? And I hear
0: Josh, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Because he was gaming. Yeah.
1: What the fuck? So yeah, I go upstairs and it's like, well, this could last for a few minutes or longer. Hours later. Yeah. It lasted hours shortly after Chantal was saying how you know her phone wasn't charged (laughs) and yes I think it was the episode before this and I was like you know how Chantal never like plugs her shit in here we fucking go oh yeah oh yeah and her phone of course wasn't plugged in because she was like well i live off grid i don't need to plug shit in i ain't like on city power backup whatever
0: the fuck you said i'm not on any city hookup so i don't have to worry about power outages there that's what she <laughs> said and then boom my power goes out and she can't fucking charge her phone <laughs>
1: We were looking at dad and i was like shut the fuck up she "I don't want to hear it she literally looked at me pointed her finger at me and told me to shut the fuck up and i just had this grin <laughs> grin on my face going yeah bitch that's what i was talking about <laughs> it's nice that jamie it's nice that jamie
0: had power on the mountain <laughs> he sure did it was great but we didn't have power here no we did not i remember then thinking like oh The laptop's charged, so I turned my laptop on and then just pulled the screen down because I wasn't using it and plugged my phone into the laptop. Yep.
1: Loophole. I mean, you could totally plug it into your vehicle as well.
0: Yeah, I could have done that too. Yeah.
1: still. (laughs) So now you won't laugh at me or give me your, we don't live on city hookups. When I say to you, you just have your fucking phone plugged in. I do not understand. It's going to (laughs) stress me out for the rest of my life. (laughs) the rest of my life
0: <laughs> i'll be 70 years old with a phone that's dying yes you'll be 85 i what will the fuck's be wrong with you what is wrong with you <laughs> <tell>. <laughs> you
1: know at that point we might just need to keep our phone next to us and then our body heat will just keep it charged probably who knows probably who knows i might have to invent that it's a good idea right yeah body heat and shit especially when you're on met like menopausal there's lots of body heat your phone would be like overcharged. My phone would be overcharged. <laughs> I could charge other people's phones. Just be in the area. You don't have to be near me. Just like in the vicinity. I'll charge your phone. Red and then, space on your body to charge people's phones? Totally. I would do that. I don't know. What would you call it? But it's a service. I don't know. If you're in the area <laughs> and find a woman with menopause <laughs> and you just go stand beside her and your phone is charged. It's brilliant. <laughs> oh fuck (laughs) yep the night didn't end there no it did not no so we waited for a bit we sat on the deck for what honestly felt like five minutes and then it was like an hour almost two hours later but I couldn't believe how fast the time was going it's like well still no power let's go get junk food Mm -hmm. so we get ready to go to my truck and Chantal
0: has Mm -hmm. a flat tire Ugh. yep it's the worst Yep. It's been so long since I've had a flat tire, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Ugh.
1: So that totally sucked. So we went down to Shoppers first because mm-hmm. it was important to get junk food.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we got lots. We got chips, we got ice cream, we got cotton candy, chocolate, chocolate, lots of good stuff, hickory sticks, well, chips. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Josh has any left. I gave them to Josh, but now I'm like, fuck, I want hickory <laughs> sticks. <laughs> They're so good. Damn it. Ugh. So we did that, and then we were like, okay, fine, we'll get that, we'll go back and fix your tire we f- find the hole get the hose set up i went and got some soap and we had to get the truck jacked up first <laughs> so getting the j- jack up that sounds so
0: bad <laughs> that sounds so wrong i'm too immature for this conversation me too just way too immature for this that's okay i feel very immature right now
1: for this conversation So we did that. So she she got the one out of her truck and then I got the one out of my truck. My, the one out of my truck was slightly easier. So we used that and I got photos of her trying to get it all set up. And then I helped and boom, the truck is up.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So now, (laughs) yeah.
1: So we're like, great, get the hose. And we don't know if it's a nail or if there's anything stuck in there. And I went and grabbed some soap and she's getting all that worked out and she we find the hole and it's like minute you would never have seen it with the naked eye it was really small you couldn't see it so we see it bubbling we're all excited Woo! so she gets her tire repair kit ready yeah (laughs) I reamed the hole (laughs) she reamed that hole with passion reamed it (laughs) yep yep reamed it and it's literally
0: called a reamer it is it's literally called a reamer and, and you stick it in the hole yeah and you ream it <laughs>
1: yeah and it's all like bumpy and stuff it looks like a really bad butt plug <laughs> it really does <laughs> taking a sip of wine. Hold on. oh
0: god mm-hmm. yeah so yeah got that done and then it ended up making the hole like way bigger
1: so she makes the hole bigger, and then you have to get the plug part ready, and we realize that the
0: cement, the glue Oh, yeah, for it right. Is non-existent. It's completely fucking dried out. And you can't put that plug in and seal the hole in your tire without that cement. No. You need the liquid cement. Yeah. Yeah. So I start, up.
1: I start calling all my neighbors <laughs> to see if anybody has any. They all know what I'm talking about, but nobody had any. Yep. I'm standing there with my
0: finger on my tire over the hole.
1: Yeah. And it's nine o'clock at this point, like p.m. Almost dark. We're running out of options. (laughs) We're like, holy fuck. I start calling gas stations because no neighbors could help. I start calling gas stations in the area. By the way, gas stations nowadays are good for gas and junk food. So, but it was funny. They were all trying to be helpful when I was talking to them. And they're like, well, we have air in a can. I'm like, yeah, that's not (laughs) going to help. Did you say air in a can? Oh, Yeah. Oh, I had one of them say that to me. He's like, yeah, no, we don't have anything like that, but we... And I was like, thank you so much. I really, really so appreciate funny. your help. But okay, bye. And then because I had to keep calling. Yeah. But none of them had anything. So here I go to Walmart. But even before that happened... My neighbor, one of one of my neighbors that I called, Chris. And if you're listening, I'm doing a shout out to my neighbor, Chris. He's awesome. He's so awesome. He's so great. So is his son. They're <laughs> so nice. They're very nice. And I'm sure his wife is too. I just haven't met her. Yes. They are a fantastic family. So shout out, Chris. He... <laughs> did everything to help poor guy oh my goodness yes so sweet he went above and beyond he went above and beyond he came over they brought a an air compressor which we had and chantal obviously didn't want to leave her tire so she sat there with her fucking finger on it (laughs) while i'm about to leave and he's like can i bring you some beer (laughs) i
0: was like fucking a yeah
1: so while i was gone I don't know what happened. You you can tell that part.
0: So yeah, while Diana was gone, I stood there with my finger over the hole of my tire. Oh, and I kept, because I'm immature, I kept moving my finger when Diana was outside with me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's all you kept hearing. It was great. It was so funny. We were both laughing. It was great. You gotta laugh in a situation like that. Right? You
0: have to. What are you gonna do? Get all fucking mad and raise your blood pressure? Just make fart noises. What's done is done. Make fart noises. Exactly. Make fart noises and fucking smile. It makes everything better. Exactly. (laughs) Because life is just too goddamn short to be mad. Fuck yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was just trying to make the best of it. And rather laugh over it than cry over it, right? Yep. Fuck. (laughs) And so yeah, that was funny. I'm 29, but like still act like I'm like 12. I'm 44 and
1: I still act like I'm 12. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can still appreciate fart noises.
0: (laughs) Right? Just saying. Totally. For sure. So yeah, Diana took off to Walmart. Chris came over with some beer, which was super nice. And he shot the shit with me. And we talked about work and stuff. And we talked about trucks. And we talked about engines. And we talked about, I think that about sums it up. And then just told each other about ourselves and stuff. And I think he asked me about living off grid. Maybe, maybe not. I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Did you tell him? What? That
1: even if you live off grid, if there's a power outage elsewhere when you're there, you still need to plug your
0: phone in? No, I did not. (laughs) Fucking bite me, Diana. (laughs) By the way, she was looking
1: at me like all serious, like thinking I was going to say something serious and I love you. It's okay. Go ahead. Continue. I needed to say that. That's fine. Go ahead. Any chance you get eh? Of course. You have to. I gotta just, just you know, get your
0: digs get in. That
1: fucking point in <laughs> Poignard. that point art. Poignard. <laughs> in my first in the first episode of Poignard. Poignard? Poignard. I don't know. Anyway, I gotta get my poignard
0: on. Get my poignard in. <laughs> so funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we shot the shit and stuff and Chris is so nice. So yeah. Thank you so much, Chris. Diana came back. And right when Chris was taken off to go home, Diana came down the driveway and then she came back with the liquid cement that I needed Yep. and got that going. And then I was going too fast and I put cement on the reamer, the reamer, <laughs> the reamer <laughs> like I was supposed to, and then stuck it in the hole again. And by the
1: way, the cement, it's like lube.
0: Super, yeah, liquid-y. Literally
1: Like Literally,
0: <laughs> it's so liquidy. Whoever yeah, created
1: like it and named this shit... Had a butt fetish. I'm sorry. (laughs) They did, (laughs) naming it the reamer and then making the cement as liquidy and luby as possible.
0: Laugh a bit while you're fixing your fucking tire. Right? Right? <laughs> totally. It's really funny. So, yeah, I put cement on the reamer and did that properly. And then when I went to put the plug in that was ready to go, I forgot to put cement on it because I was going too fast. Put the plug in and then I was like, oh, no, like I didn't put the cement on. Yep. And I was on the phone with my dad, too. And then he gave me shit for He's like, fucking slow down, Chantal. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. And I just wanted to be over with. And it's like dark at this point and I'm tired. My neck was killing me too. I had such a bad headache. Oh yeah, Diana was laughing at me because I was standing there on the phone with my dad and put Tylenol in my mouth and just shot it back with chocolate milk.
1: Yes, it's just the most ghetto thing I've ever (laughs) seen in my life, in my my driveway. It was great. (laughs) She's like, what's so funny? I'm like, if you were standing where I'm standing right now, (laughs) watching you you would understand. Oh, why this is so fucking hilarious <laughs> shoot it back with chocolate milk. So fucking great <laughs> so great
0: <laughs> yeah so that's, that is funny yeah my dad gave me shit for going too fast and stuff and then I was like okay well I think it's fine and then I loaded a bunch of the liquid cement around the plug and then we thought it was all good got the air compressor on we're fucking happening we're in business I'm getting air in that bitch yep. and then we're bullshitting and stuff and then all of a sudden Diana could hear the tsss yeah. And she's like, it's leaking again. I'm like, no. I kept checking the gauge as well. And it
1: wasn't going past twenty. And I was like, well, something's not right. I turned it off and sure enough, psh, yeah, is all it we was could like, hear. Fuck off. And our joy, because we were so excited. It went so like, oh fuck. Just down to zero. Again. Yeah. Because the whole night at to that point <laughs> which was
0: like just that. a shit show. Yeah. And just a bummer because we didn't get to record no and the power was out and every time it was like oh you want to make food or something and then it was like fuck you yep. can't yeah uh, then we realized there was a slit in the tire so when i reamed the hole out the first time <laughs> <laughs> it ended up splitting the initial puncture in the tire so the air was escaping out of the split in the rubber and so it was like god damn it just can't catch a break nope and you pulled it out we pulled the plug out yeah i pulled the plug out And then this time glued it properly with the cement, put a new plug in, just loaded the cement around it even more. And then I would let it dry, go back like a half an hour later. I put more cement around it. And then I was like, you know what? I don't even feel comfortable driving on the way home. No. Because if the cement gave, then it would have been going flat again. You, me,
1: and And Jamie. Jamie, Didn't feel comfortable with you going Out in the middle of the night, and especially when you're starting to go up your mountain, like there's certain areas where there's no reception, yeah, or shitty reception anyway. But yeah, it was just a whole fuckery kind of night. Chris did bring over the that spare tire for you, yeah, which was so nice, which was so nice. Like, just nothing, nothing worked. And Chantel looked at me, and I, I said this to Josh, by the way, and he fucking laughed his ass off. I was like, Chantel was like. I just need a fucking cup of green tea. Let's go make green tea. I was like, yeah, with what? And you're like, I brought green tea bags. You have water. I went, yeah, and? How are you going to fucking heat that water? And you're like,
0: fuck! (laughs) (laughs) The look of defeat on your face. I felt so defeated. Yes. I just wanted a goddamn cup of green tea. I drink green tea by the gallon. Geek tea? Geek tea. I drink green tea by the gallon. (laughs) And I just wanted a fucking cup of tea so bad. I was ready to stop at nothing to make it happen.
1: Yeah, you I did. literally yeah. wanted to stop at nothing because I knew how upset you were. So oh, thank you. You're so sweet. I have a plug in my truck. So we were going to have a truck party. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. In my truck, literally, yeah. while the water boiled. So I plugged it in and it just kept shutting off. I've run an electric chainsaw from my truck. So I apparently this kettle was stronger than my fucking <laughs> chainsaw. Apparently. apparently. So then I was like, oh, my God, I have another one. <laughs> So I went inside, grabbed the other one, same fucking thing kept happening. And in my front yard, I have a little table and in the umbrella hole, I have a little fire pit that kind of screws in and the the propane tank goes under it, the small ones. Jokingly, before we did all that, I jokingly said we should just throw a pot with water on that little fire and we should have just done that because it actually worked.
0: Yeah, we did it. <laughs> we did it.
1: We sat outside and my neighbor Christian walked by and he's like, oh, it's like camping. And I was like, yep, <laughs> we're getting fucking water boiled with no power. This is great.
0: So we actually got some water boiling. I got my cup of green tea. She got her cup of green tea. It was glorious. And but then it Diana, took like an hour. It, it took a while, but it was so fucking worth it. And then Diana had her really yummy tangerine tea.
1: Yes. yeah Yeah. it's
0: so good but that was our wednesday that was a shit show and so i ended up staying the night yep stayed the night and then it even fucked up the next day for me oh so it it was just like a ripple effect literally my flat tire was a ripple effect of fucking everything up for the next few days yeah and it was just also just so depressing because it's like just can i catch a break please yeah can i just catch a break and now my truck is puffing out blue smoke out the exhaust and it's idling like a sack of shit. And it's like, this truck went from running perfectly fine to now this. And it smells rich. And I'm like, fucking what next? <laughs> like, what next? I
1: don't know. We'll see, I guess. Cause
0: <laughs> Right? And that's very, we'll see, I guess. <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, like, yeah. that was so bleak. I Such can... a bleak answer. We'll see, I guess. Right? Like, and I,
1: I don't know what else to say. I
0: know, right? That was literally the perfect answer. That's all that can be said. <laughs> And then fucking that tire that Chris brought over for me, I can't use it because it's a 16-inch rim and the rims on my truck are 17-inch. And I learned the hard way doing that for anyone who doesn't know this. I can't speak for cars, but I can speak for the generation of truck I have. I have a 2007 GMC and you cannot run different size rims on those trucks i did that once unknowingly i put a 16 inch rim because it's so close to a 17. yeah i put it one on the back of my truck and then went to drive to vernon and i almost grenaded the diff in my truck yeah you can't do that you have to have the same size rims all the way around so take it from me do not do it
1: i have a brand new ford truck chantal does not like ford no but it runs beautifully but she did say the other day oh does don listen to podcasts
0: i don't know if he does or not i feel like he would
1: okay i so, can see don listening to podcasts Don's sir stepped out and he's great yeah and he's a character he's a Ford guy
0: yes he is <laughs> through and through so him and i are always talking shit totally. to each other because i'm a chevy person yes yep so when i
1: had to meet him the other day and chantal was trying to describe what i was driving and she said Oh shit! No, you don't want this.
0: Okay. Oh, it's fine. Go ahead. Okay, I was Whatever. like, oh, she doesn't want people to know this. I'm saying it. It's fine. Are you sure? Yes. It's fine. Oh my god. Okay, I'm
1: gonna say it. Chantel actually said, "Well, Diana drives a really nice white Ford truck," and Don almost shat his pants. I swear to God, when I saw him and he said it to me, he was like, "Chantel said it." I was like, "I believe it." <laughs> She's been in my truck. It's a like it's it's, awesome. a, it's a great truck it's it a, a great, fucking truck. great truck but she's like but she said it <laughs> and he goes and he said to me he's like you let her know i heard her say it and i was
0: like yep i'm sure she knows that you said it <laughs> anytime i see memes of shitting on fords like look at that blue truck in the middle it left its windows down and it's like a dumpster a dump- a, i a, sent you that yeah, i've seen other ones too oh, okay. though, that you haven't sent me but yeah it's like literally a garbage dumpster with the yeah, lid yeah. open Oh, my God. I, any chance I get, I send those to Dawn. <laughs> well, oh, I've, send, I've, sent you,
1: I've sent you a bunch because I think it's fucking hilarious. It is I, hilarious. I really don't give a shit.
0: Like, I love At my At the truck end of the day, I, I don't, don't really get. give a shit either. There's no. just, I have preferences because I know totally. mechanics and stuff. Totally. So I have preferences. Like, I would never in a fucking million years own a diesel Ford, a Power Stroke. Not a single chance for yeah. several reasons why. I would never own a gas Dodge truck for several reasons why. Yeah, I know. I had
1: a Dodge and it was great until it wasn't. With the, again, with the Ford truck, I've had so many people have great experiences with it. And again, I don't, really don't give a shit. Like, I'm just going to drive what I drive. But it's just, it was just so funny. So anytime I see a funny like shitting on Ford meme, I always send them to you with a smiley face because yep. I like, you'll appreciate it. Oh, them. I
0: die. I laugh so hard when you send them to me. <laughs> I know. And I'm just like, yep,
1: it's just funny. And then I know you send
0: them to Don. Oh, yeah. Any chance I get, I'm just, yeah, <laughs> we're always talking shit to each other about Chevy and Ford. But there's also better makes of vehicles in Chevy as well. And I totally recognize that. Yeah. I mean, Jeep is incredible as well. Like, totally. Jeep is phenomenal. Toyota is phenomenal. There are the ones who are in certain mechanical ways better than Chevy, definitely. But yeah. at the end of the day, they're all vehicles. They all have their own issues. In the trucks that I drive, the first thing that's going to go is the transmission. Transmission fucking sucks. It's going to be the first thing to die. A lot of the old generations of trucks like I have, have their transmissions replaced because they've blown up at some point. But then... The Allison transmissions in the diesel Chevys are indestructible. So why can't you put those in the gas engines and just convert it to a gas engine? Because then they can't sell more.
1: Because when shit blows up, you got to buy more.
0: I (laughs) guess so. And I was just thinking like like that. Why? They would because it'd be an Allison transmission. But now I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Like
1: it's like phones. Your dad still has a fucking flip phone. That thing was built. What? 30 fucking years ago (laughs) not not quite that long ago obviously before
0: i was even born i know
1: but it still works (laughs) they don't last that long anymore (laughs) you used to be able to replace the batteries and shit like that now you got to take it to a shop if you were gonna try and do that it just doesn't work that way anymore yeah but you know what i would love to do if i could recreate the look of happiness on Don's face and send it out as a christmas cards to people that'd be great the look of happiness on his face when he was talking to me about chantal saying that i drove a really nice <laughs> whiteboard
0: nice truck. truck oh yeah
1: it, he was glowing
0: he's never gonna let me live it down either he won't you know he won't he, no, he, won't. he no, told me that he won't i know he won't i've known him since i was like fucking 10
1: or 11 years old he won't let me live it down he told me he wouldn't the glow he had when he was saying it to me and just how happy he was just made my day
0: don if you're listening to this i will get back at you (laughs) i'm sure you will my words i'm gonna quickly give a shout out to one of my really good friends rachel she turned 30 actually on Wednesday, on that day where there was a shit show. So yeah, we were going to do a shout out on her actual birthday, but that's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm doing yeah. It now. That was the plan. I was like, I'm going to give a shout out to Rachel on her birthday. So shout out to Rachel on her 30th birthday. Congratulations. Happy birthday, dude. Right? So happy for you. Congratulations for getting old. Er. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Okay. So Everything else we said we were going to talk about. yeah, Probably safer <laughs> for
0: our next episode or do you want to touch on any of it? I want to touch on Roe versus Wade, but that's such an in-depth. How about we touch on it for a few minutes? That's what I was thinking because this is the day that it happened. So I feel like we let's, need to discuss it. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. What the fuck, America? I know. I can't believe it actually happened. Our neighbors to the south what the fuck severely like, fucking up it just keeps getting yeah. worse and worse yeah it just keeps getting worse it's, it's horrifying. Uh, it's so horrifying i keep saying and i said it to you multiple times today why doesn't everyone just mind their own fucking business yeah and let everyone else live their lives yeah how is it affecting
0: you Why is there such large population that is obsessed with other people's sex lives? Yes. Why? It's fucking
1: creepy. Because now that this has happened, well, gay marriage, gay sex, birth control, birth control. And it's like, none of that has anything to do with you. Mind your own fucking business.
0: Yeah. And where are all these regulations for men's bodies? Why are men not getting mandatory vasectomies why isn't this happening why is it only women's bodies who are being controlled yeah it does not affect you if a same-sex couple get married it doesn't
1: affect you if they decide to have sex unless you're like looking through their window and being all fucking stalkery and creepy and like ew i don't like that but you secretly do and you just don't want to talk about it i can see that affecting you but go fuck yourself like seriously mind your own fucking business oh i'm getting mad now sorry that's okay i'm getting it just really fucking makes me mad I just think the world would be a better place if people just minded their own fucking business.
0: Yep. It's not even just to do with oh we're going to abort full term babies. No, no. There's so many. There's so many bigger things behind this. Yes. There was stripping women of rights, bodily autonomy. Yep. This is perpetuating the sexualization of women. Yep. This is taking away a woman's right to have to go through a f- term of pregnancy when she knows damn well that, that baby is going to die because it never developed any lungs. It yeah. doesn't have a liver. It's going to die. Yeah. And now she has to emotionally wrestle yep. with the fact that she's carrying a baby in her that's probably not even alive anymore, which is also then putting her in danger medically. And then she has to wait for her body to either abort it itself yep. or carry it to term. And then she has to deal with people around her. Oh, when's your baby due? I'm so happy for you. Yep. And then she goes home and balls her fucking eyes out because her baby is going to die. Yep. And she can't have an abortion because America wants a christian nation yep it's a load of fucking shit fucking garbage and it's not about babies it's about control if it
1: were about babies the government would actually give a shit once the baby was born yep and make sure they had what they needed and the family had what they needed to take care of this baby no 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 no. before it it's even born that's what matters but once it's born ah, who cares not our problem anymore let them fucking go into the system because the family can't afford it they're too poor Depending on the situation, if the woman was raped or whatever. Incest. Incest we Could you imagine?
0: No, I can't. Right? I know. Like being raped by your father and you have to fucking carry his child yeah. to term. Yeah. And the kid ends up with multiple health problems. Yes. And, and disabilities. Yeah. Why? Why? Because some old fuck in the office or some woman who's heavily religious in the Supreme Court yep. decided that you have to carry this kid to term because they're Christian. So now this baby is going to have a, a fucking shitty life. Yep. The parents are going to have a shitty life. Everyone's going to have a shitty life. Everyone. And is there going to be any repercussions on the man who raped and impregnated their child or whatever? Of course course not. not. Because there's never any repercussions for the man. No.
1: Of course not. No. And they are not taking into consideration all of the risks that these women and people are going to be putting themselves in because they are going to seek out abortion yep for these scenarios and they can't get medical assistance yeah like, back what alley are they, abortions back, thank you I was like what back alley abortions
0: these? are going to skyrocket so they're
1: going to do that again yep there are good reasons because of medical reasons for the mom so the baby should survive but not the mother who gets to say that who gets to say your life is not valuable that one is and then sorry yeah
0: and then what if <laughs> they both die exactly then Then what was the fucking point in any of it there is none remember that doctor that i can't remember her name oh my goodness i mean i'm not religious but bless her heart she was an east indian woman Uh and she was a doctor in ireland and at the time it was illegal to have abortions there and it was in the 90s. I think it was in the mid to late 90s. Okay. She ended up with an ectopic pregnancy. She couldn't have an abortion because it was illegal and she fucking died. Well, yeah. Ectopic pregnancies are, they will kill the mother. Yeah, they will kill the there mother. There is you nothing have to you have. can do. I know someone who had one and she had to have an abortion. Yeah. I've
1: known a number of people that have and there is literally, there's no way the baby's going to survive and no way the mother's no, going to survive. No, they will both die. They so will both like, die.
0: What the hell is even going on? This seems like it's even worse than a movie i can't understand how any of the shit that's going on in that country is even reality it doesn't feel real i just don't fucking get it they've endangered lives of generations to come yeah they've impoverished generations to come yeah this is a way to make people poor and keep them poor yeah and control Makes the what poor poor poorer yep that's what Literally. this is all about yeah and then making everybody again all of their other evangelicals fundamentalist christians making them all fucking richer and more powerful yeah that's what they're, this is about they're all sleeping great tonight yeah they're all happy with their fucking decision especially let- after they've paid for an abortion I was privately just, i was just gonna say oh sorry But
1: let's not no 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 don't be because we're on the same fucking wavelength let's not talk about like the private abortions they pay for because you know whoops we can't talk about that kind of stuff god no. can't
0: know about that god
1: can't know about that and people can't know about that they have money to pay for it
0: yeah and hush money to shut everyone else up totally it's disgusting
1: very disgusting
0: how many ministers and people even in parliament that are holier than now man like they swing that bible up they do no wrong they are fucking perfect cheat on their wives in the closet and buck-fut other or er, buck-fut <laughs> we buck-fut other people <laughs> but fuck other dudes and stuff but no that's not talked
1: about that's Shh. when it does come out the shame but it does come out yeah every once in a while because it happens and it's sad i feel that not everyone obviously but a lot of these people are closeted they sure. only know how to deal with yeah it. absolutely not seeing everyone Of course. No, not everyone (laughs) is in the closet because of this No, No, not at all. There's a lot of closeted people and this is the only way they know how to deal. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, you know, well, fine. Then you deal with it that way. Why does everyone else need to fucking deal with it the way you know how to deal? Like, why? Like, why does everyone else have to fucking give up their rights? Because it's something you're uncomfortable with.
0: Go fuck yourself. I know it's brutal. And what's even more staggering is that the majority of America is pro-abortion, Mm -hmm. the majority is yes i know so how the fuck did that happen it's because the supreme court
1: is so corrupt i know i asked the question but i'm like corrupt i know the answer (laughs) yeah
0: it's insane (gasps) the corruption in american politics is just i mean there's corruption in all politics all politicians are corrupt oh it's never gonna be for the people (laughs) no, no i'm hoping with new generations coming in that it will be there will be a majority of people who are just sick and tired of the bullshit we are just so. like, you know what, like, why are we doing this? Why can't we quite literally just live in harmony? Why can't we have universal healthcare? Can we stop the greed? Can we stop the wars? Yeah. I'm hoping that eventually that is going to be the majority with new generations coming in, ending capitalism. Capitalism not only bleeds into politics, but mindset. People who are pro-capitalistic have that mindset and that needs to be bred out of politics and if we can start with capitalism it's going to move fucking mountains in politics and again that's what i'm really hoping for with young generations y'all fucking vote out capitalism get it out do you think we'll see it in our lifetime i I don't think i will i think we will maybe when we're really old i really hope so that'd be great right it would be great it'd be great it would be so wonderful our kids deserve better yeah and all of these corporations that control politics that everything is controlled with money it has to stop and we're honestly we're gonna kill ourselves Mm -hmm. we're gonna kill ourselves we're destroying the planet totally everything is controlled by money yep and it's like where do all these people think we're gonna go when the money can't buy back what we've destroyed in earth when it's too late
1: all right on that note on that note i'm gonna take a break a pee break so everyone knows i gotta pee
0: (laughs) and we will be right back One eternity later. (laughs) We'll be back. And we are back. That was a good break.
1: Mm -hmm. So we're going to get into our stories. Are we going to rock, paper, scissors it? Or are we going to come up with a new system to see who goes first? I don't know. What other system could we use? I don't know. Why don't you go first? Yeah? Yeah, you go. Do you want to rock, paper, scissors just to see if I would go first anyway? Sure. Rock, paper, scissors. You would go. I win. You win. That's a first. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) I go first. Okay. So my story is about Leonardo Cianciulli. I am sorry for anyone offended (laughs) with my pronunciation. AKA the soap maker of Correggio. Correggio. It's in Italy. I was wondering if this was Italian. It's very Italian. My sources are murderpedia.org, wikipedia, and a memoir by Leonarda, Confessions of a Bitter Soul. Interesting. Yep. Viewer discretion is strongly advised for all of the above. There's a little bit of everything in this. So, Leonardo was born on April 18th of 1894 in Montella, province of Avellino in Italy. While still a young girl, she attempted to commit suicide twice. She got married in 1940 to Raphael Pansardi against her parents' wishes. They had arranged for her to marry someone else, so they were not happy about this. They were just chapped. <clears throat> a little bit. Leonardo claimed that her mother cursed them and their marriage. Hmm. Just wow. <laughs> and Italians are super superstitious, so I'm not surprised. They are, and I use that term in my story at some point. They are very superstitious. Very. So, her mother cursed and her marriage because it's not what she wanted for them. They moved to Lariano in Alta Irpinia. I'm not going to try that again. To get away from her family. Their home was destroyed by an earthquake in 1930, and they were forced to move again. Their home was one of the many of thousands of homes destroyed in that earthquake. They moved to Correggio where she opened up a small shop and became quite popular with her shop. The town folk described her as a gentle woman, a great neighbor and a loving mother. Leonardo had 17 pregnancies during her marriage. She lost three of her pregnancies to miscarriages and 10 of her children died at a very young age, leaving her with four children. Yikes. She had visited a fortune teller prior to her marriage and was told that she would get married and have children, but none of them would survive. She also visited a palm reader after that and was told, in your right hand, I see prison, in your left, a criminal asylum. Leonardo was very superstitious and took these warnings to heart. In 1939, her oldest son, Giuseppe, announced that he was going to join the Italian army in preparation for World War II, as he wanted to do his part in the World War II effort. He was by far her favorite child. I honestly couldn't find anything else out about her surviving children. Yeah. I don't know if they were boys. I don't know if they were girls. We just know about Giuseppe. So She would do anything to protect him, and so she did. She decided that the only way to protect him was through human sacrifice, making her the most infamous female serial killer of the 20th century. Wow. Yeah. Her victims were all middle-aged women, whom were her neighbors. And <laughs> when they say middle-aged women, like younger than you, by the I way, was gonna say, I was
0: going to say like 25. <laughs> yes. They were not old at all. Yeah. You're dead by the time you're 40. Yep. So you're old when you're 25.
1: So It is said that she was a bit of a fortune teller herself and that these women visited her from time to time for help. I did read however, that she was also just referred to as a good friend and they went to her for advice. Who knows? Either way, she started planning their deaths. Good friend. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing friend. So her first victim, Faustina Setti. Faustina was a lifelong spinster by the way, the word spinster was used to refer to a single woman to the ages of 23 and 26.
0: <laughs> oh, that's younger than me. That's what I'm saying. That's so funny. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Your life expectancy, 40 years old. Yeah. Well, I'd be dead like yeah, you'd long be, time you'd ago. You'd be dead. And if not, you'd be like just washed up, cashed out. Totally. Just done. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. You know what? Sometimes me too. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't get
1: any better, dude.
0: Nice. <laughs> just, just so you know.
1: Faustina looked up to Leonardo and wanted her to help her and sought advice on how to find a husband. Leonardo told her that there was a man in Pola she advised her not to tell anyone of this man or of the great news that she has found her potential husband she did convince her to write letters and postcards to her families and friends and to only mail them when she reached her destination so pre-write your letters i don't know it's kind of weird but Mm -hmm. okay so yeah only to mail them when she got there and she listened The day Faustina was set to leave, she went to visit Leonarda one last time. She offered her a glass of wine. And by the way, I'd be so dead if I were in this story because you never refuse wine. She drugged the wine. (laughs) She drugged it. Nice. And killed her. Once she was out, hacked her up with an axe. So she cut her up into nine pieces, collected her blood in a basin, and her memoir that I mentioned earlier, Leonardo describes what happened next in an official statement. I threw the pieces into a pot, added several kilos of caustic soda, which I had bought to make soap, and stirred the whole mixture until the pieces dissolved. Okay, I'm going to barf. Dissolved into a thick, dark mush that I poured into several buckets and emptied into a nearby septic tank. As for the blood in the basin. This is the best part. I waited until it had congealed, dried it in the oven, ground it up and mixed it with flour, sugar, chocolate, milk and eggs, as well as a bit of margarine, kneading it all, kneading, sorry, all the ingredients together. I made lots of crunchy tea cakes and served them to the ladies who came to visit, though Giuseppe and I also ate them. So she served them to visitors and her son. I wonder... How he would feel if he found out that she murdered this woman and sacrificed it in his name. And that he had a cake with her bits in it. Some fucked up shit. Sorry, Chantal's face is like... (laughs) Should I get you a basin so you can throw up (laughs) in? Oh, that is
0: so fucked. Right? I've never heard of this story before. Yeah. That is messed up. It's a lot. It's a lot of messed up. (laughs) That's a lot to process. It is. You gotta think about how mentally unstable that woman was to do that. Yeah. Holy
1: shit. Yeah. And it was, again, like, all sacrificed to save her son. Because this fortune teller told her that all her kids would die. What the fuck? So, makes it okay. Apparently. Yep. It was also said that Leonardo received her victim's life savings of 30 lira as payment for her services, which is a lot, I think, at the time. Then there was Francesca Soavi. She was Leonardo's second victim. Leonardo claims that she found her second victim a job at a school for girls in Piacenza. She did the same with her and convinced her to write a bunch of letters to her family and friends and only to mail them once she arrived. Francesca also visited her prior to her departure and was also offered drugged wine And was killed with an axe. She was murdered on September 5th of 1940. There was no date for the first victim. But I have dates for the second two. Leonardo did the exact same thing with Francesca's body. Drained her blood. Cut her up into a bunch of pieces. Dissolved her body until she was a dark mush. And disposed of her in nearby septic tanks. Barf. She received about 3,000 lira from her second victim. Then there was Virginia Cassiopo she was her final victim virginia was a former soprano that sung at la scala for her leonarda claimed that she found her a new job as the secretary of a mysterious financial person in florence i mean that in itself <laughs> a mysterious financial person what the fuck does that even mean <laughs> yeah really but it sounds mysterious so we must go <laughs> She was also told not to tell anyone of her new job or where she was moving. On September 30th of 1940, Virginia went to Leonardo's house for a final visit and was murdered in the exact same way as the other two. According to Leonardo's statement, she ended up in a pot like the other two. Her flesh was fatty and white. When I melted it, I added a bottle of cologne and after a long time on the boil, I was able to make some most acceptable creamy soap. I gave bars to the neighbors and friends. The cakes too were better. That woman was really sweet. So not only was she a serial killer, but she was a cannibal too. Yeah. What the fuck? She received about 50,000 lira and assortment of jewelry. Virginia's sister-in-law was very suspicious of her disappearance and apparently Mm. saw her last when she was entering Leonardo's Home. She went to the police and talked to the superintendent of police in Reggio. They opened an investigation and soon arrested Leonardo. She immediately confessed to the murders and provided gory details about what she did. Leonardo was tried for murder in Reggio Emilia in 1946. She showed no regret whatsoever for what she had done and corrected the official account while on stand when they were getting details not correct. And not in her favor, by the way. (laughs) She was correcting them, but she just needed it to be right. At her trial in Reggio Emilia last week, Leonardo gripped the witness stand rail with oddly delicate hands and calmly set the prosecutor right on certain details. Her deep set eyes gleamed with a wild inner pride as she concluded. I gave the copper ladle, which I used to skim the fat off the kettles to my country, which was so badly in need of metal during the last days of war. Yay for her. Right. Like congratulations, I guess. She was found guilty of all charges and sentenced to 30 years in prison and three years in a criminal asylum. She died at the Women's criminal asylum on October 15th of 1970 of cerebral apoplexy. Apoplexy. So I researched this because I was like, what is that? Apoplexy refers to stroke-like symptoms that occur suddenly. These symptoms occur due to bleeding in the brain. It can also be caused by a blood clot in a brain vessel. A number of artifacts from the case, including the pot in which the victims were boiled, are on display at the Criminology Museum in Rome. Wow. And that is my story.
0: Crazy.
1: Of this crazy, crazy soap maker of corregio she was bad shit, dude yeah holy yeah it's kind of nuts the shit you find when you're looking for these kinds of stories it's like yikes
0: just yikes big time yikes yeah i can't believe that she burned the blood down to a powder and then made cakes with it yeah
1: fed like, them to people
0: what and she made well she made soap
1: as well yeah and but the last victim like a description of like she was that one was sweet or whatever her words were ew Ugh. yeah so she was cannibalistic for sure but then she fed it to other people including the son she was trying to save me that that was part of the sacrifice he needed to eat part of these people in order to survive the war and i have no idea if he survived the war i was gonna say something if he died yeah i couldn't find any on anything on that but what the fuck and did he ever obviously she went to trust he probably knew but like how did he feel about that right did that for me or was he like no thanks mom not my mom (laughs) don't know who she is wrong guy wrong
0: giuseppe yeah right (laughs) that's that crazy yeah well thanks for sharing and yeah i never heard about that so it was nice to hear a fresh news story that i've never heard that's bananas there you go yeah it is bananas mm-hmm. all right let's hear your banana story okay so so i named mine stolen sisters okay so cite my sources from this website cracks me up ranker <laughs> ranker.com sweet experiment 53 cbc.ca people.howstuffworks.com And I'm going to give trigger warning for abduction, rape, murder, and all of that horrible stuff. All the above. Yeah, so viewer listener discretion, This listener discretion is strongly advised. So, I have created my story about the Highway of Tears in Canada. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about the Highway of Tears. So, here we go. The Highway of Tears is a 725-kilometre stretch of Highway 16 between Prince George and Prince Rupert, British Columbia. It's very secluded, with little surrounding population. You can easily drive for 15 to 20 minutes or more and not see a single vehicle. In the final 718-kilometre section of mostly two-lane highway between Prince George and Prince Rupert, passing through several tiny villages, reservations, untamed wilderness and mountain passes, is where it has been branded the Highway of Tears. So again, in the final seven hundred and eighteen kilometers, mm-hmm. that's where it's the Highway of Tears. How long is it? The entire stretch. <clears throat> yeah. Seven hundred and twenty-five kilometers. Okay. All right. Yeah. Between PG and PR. Okay. So I've been on the Highway of Tears. I've drove from Kelowna all the way to through like northern British Columbia through to the Yukon, drove through the Yukon to the end of Alaska. And so I've driven the actually twice. I've driven the highway of tears like there and back to Alaska and stuff. And we were on it in the stretch of hundred mile house. So I've, I've seen the signs and stuff of it, like highway of tears and you see the missing girls. It's so sad. And it has a very ominous, just unsettling feeling. I remember being very unsettled in hundred mile house, yeah, being out of the RV and stuff and all that. It was just like, I don't like the vibe of, well, when of you said area. it,
1: that's why I was like, Oh my God. Cause I've driven that highway yeah. a lot. I don't necessarily know the whole story that you're about to tell us
0: and whatnot, but I've driven it many, many times and I always wondered. So, yeah, it's really sad. When I was on it, we've seen people hitchhiking too. And there is heavy signage in that area to not hitchhike, but it still happens. And I'll get into that. It's heavily discouraged to hitchhike on the Highway of Tears. Okay, listeners,
1: if you've listened to other murder podcasts, watch yeah. horror movies thrillers whatever don't hitchhike it's not safe grandma and grandpa could be serial killers but they look like grandma and grandpa and people are like Mm -hmm. like okay anyway
0: it's just unfortunate because these these poor people these women who end up murdered and stuff they have no other means of getting anywhere they have no choice either that or walk the highway and either way they something could still happen to them totally so it's yeah it's a series of unfortunate events yeah so okay This remote stretch of highway has a very haunting past, dating back to 1969, when most prominently Indigenous women began going missing, never to be seen again. This also includes two spirit women, which is a First Nations way of identifying someone who is queer. In the last 53 years, there have been 79 disappearances on on the Highway of Tears, and an overwhelming amount remain unsolved. To date, RCMP state that the Highway of Tears murders occurred between 1969 and 2006, Although activists counter that statement, believing that there are countless other female victims who need to be considered, as well as women who disappeared last year in 2021. A report was concluded from United Nations in regards to assault that, and I quote, Young First Nations women are five times more likely to die than other Canadian women of the same age, end quote. I feel it's important to note the difference between a five times higher likelihood of dying versus being killed. Mm -hmm. Being five times more likely to die from assault also reflects on a lack of action from a large scope of second parties who are riddled with racial warfare and systemic racism. Thus, the five times higher likelihood of dying rather than being killed. It's something to critically think about. Not to downplay being killed obviously in fact according to 15 years of homicide survey data from 2001 to 2015 it suggests that first nations women are 12 times more likely to go missing or be murdered than the rest of the canadian female population and 16 times more likely than caucasian women indigenous women are also 10 times more likely to be shot by police an rcmp task force called epana was created in 2005 with the initiative of solving the cases of missing and murdered women along the Highway of Tears. Although this project has been the highest-profile investigation, it brushes on only a slight fraction of the grander issue. The origin of Epana's name has great significance in the Inuit community and culture. Pana is the name of the goddess that Canadian Inuit people believe cares for souls before they go to heaven or are reincarnated. In 2014, Staff Sergeant Wayne Clary, who was the leader of EPANA, made a statement saying, and I quote, It has scaled down because we've pounded through a lot of work, but there's still enough work in front of us to keep going. There's more than one investigation where we have strong suspects or persons of interest, and we're clearly focusing on those. I'd like nothing more than to sit down with the families and say, we've got the guy, end quote. The youngest victim was Monica Jack who was 12 years old and was murdered in 1978 and her remains were found in 1995. Gary Taylor Handlin was convicted of her murder and sentenced to life in prison. In 1974, 16-year-old Colleen McMillan was found dead along the highway and DNA at the scene tied serial killer Bobby Jack Fowler to her death and he was suspected in two other cases along the Highway of Tears. Fowler died in 2006 while in prison in Oregon. Gloria Moody was a member of the Bella Coola Indian Reserve of the New Elk Nation. She was 26 years old when she disappeared, what seemed like out of thin air, in 1969. Moody wasn't killed on the Highway of Tears, but her disappearance is significant with those who have been. Gloria was out with her brother at a few bars on October 25th and vanished when his back was turned. He recalls that she was there one minute and then completely gone. Her body was found the next day on October 26th on Highway 97, where it meets with the Highway of Tears. She was naked, had been raped, and was beaten so badly that her cause of death was due to blood loss. Out of the 40-plus women who have been abducted on the highway, only a handful have had closure and justice. Brian Peter Arp was sentenced to life in prison for murdering 38-year-old Teresa Umphrey and 18-year-old Marnie Blanchard. Teresa was murdered in 1993 and Marnie was murdered within a mile surrounding the Highway of Tears in 1989. Brian was eligible for parole in 2019 and thankfully was denied. Based in British Columbia, Carrie Sakani Family Services works to secure legal and social justice for Indigenous families. CSFs began the Highway of Tears initiative to take action on 33 recommendations made in 2006 for increased police presence and patrol of the highway awareness and prevention programs amongst at-risk women and families, transportation options, media campaigns, and readiness plans. A 2019 report from the National Inquiry into Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls made a statement saying, and I quote, Colonial violence, as well as racism, sexism, homophobia, and transphobia against Indigenous women and girls has become embedded in everyday life. Whether this is through interpersonal forms of violence, through institutions like the healthcare system and the justice system, or in the laws, police policies, and structures of Canadian society. The result has been that many Indigenous people have grown up normalized to violence, while Canadian society shows an appalling apathy to addressing the issue. The National Inquiry into Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls finds that this amounts to genocide, end quote. This statement supports my earlier point of critically thinking about the fact that Indigenous women are five times more likely to die from assault. Too often, First Nations people are viewed as outsiders and heavily shunned and discarded. That also means genocide and other very real issues in their day-to-day life are ignored. For instance, these reservations along the Highway of Tears are hours from civilization, hospitals, schools, colleges, and other necessities, There's no bus access for these people, many don't own vehicles, and many of the reservations have been disregarded and abandoned by the government and society. Everyone seems to turn a blind eye to their undrinkable filthy water, homes that are falling apart, molding and infested with vermin or bugs. They are forcibly impoverished and disadvantaged. It's a system designed to make certain people poor and keep them poor. Imagine wanting a future having dreams and goals and aspirations and doing everything in your power to make them a reality, but with no resources, no tools, no education, no transport out of but fuck nowhere and a 50-pound ball and chain around your ankle. And along a stretch of highway where you're almost certain to go missing and never be found. If that's not being oppressed and disadvantaged, I don't know what the fuck is. People need to check their privilege and think about these realities. Stop for a minute and put yourself in these people's shoes and in the fear stricken situation of these women imagine possibly trying to escape an abusive and toxic life where no one can or will help you only to be taken raped and beat to death in an attempt to find a better life and beat the odds all of these women have loving families friends and communities who never stop mourning for them or searching these are my stolen sisters that's my story wow it's not very long it was a shorter one for sure yeah mine was too yeah it's just so sad Mm mm-hmm Yeah, it is. It's so sad. You think about these people who are in the middle of butt-fuck nowhere. Yeah. And if they need to get to town or, yeah, they want to literally go to college and get an education or something. Yeah. How the fuck are they going to get there? I know. You know? How are they going to get there? It seems like nobody cares. The government doesn't care. Like, why is there no bus access for them? I know. It's just not fair. And then to travel down that highway, I mean, if you're not going to get picked up by someone potentially and, yeah, never seen again... And or murdered and raped. You could get attacked by a bear. Oh, it's, You could get attacked by a cougar. It's literally in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's in the middle of the woods. And it's wild, wild wilderness. Yeah. Mountain passes, you know? like yeah. there's, there's a no lot of, lights. There's no, no lights. street lights or no. anything. No, it's in the middle of nowhere in the woods. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's horrible. That's so sad. It is. It really, really is. There's a really good documentary about it on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called, but I've watched it. We'll and put, it's it's we'll, really
1: good. We'll put it in the notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the we, notes yeah, for sure. When we post the episode in case people want to watch it.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I, I highly recommend watching it. It's very educational. Sheds a lot of light on victims and their families. Mm-hmm. And what they've had to go through with their family members disappearing. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a bit of a sad day. Roe versus Wade getting overturned. I know. Overturned. I'm like, well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, right? Maybe that's why I started going to shit on Wednesday. It was just like you know preparing, preparing us, yeah. us for
0: today <laughs> pretty much a
1: shit on you now so right. you feel better or less bad on when on friday <laughs> crazy mm-hmm. holy fuck yeah that's two of the shorter stories we've had yeah they were enough, definitely shorter yeah for sure but still very impactful Yep, yeah, absolutely okay well dynamite comes in small packages it does it does other
0: things come in small packages too <laughs> name titles for the episode oh shit huh? <laughs> both of them dynamite comes in small packages and other thi- other small things comes in packages too dumb I mean done <laughs> dumb <laughs> I meant done <laughs> oh shit <laughs> dumb <laughs> that was
1: funny I got to save that for another episode i'm sure i'll need to be like
0: dumb <laughs> there'll be the dumb button or the, yeah. dumb... Dumb. <laughs> the dumb dumb May file dumb yeah like a sound effect you mean <laughs> you should record yourself saying it when we're done dumb. and then put it in the sound effect file
1: <laughs> oh fuck yeah i'm gonna do that that's hilarious okay. that
0: is hilarious <laughs> all right diana Any closing statements before we shut this shit down and listen to it again?
1: No. Other than that's all, folks. That was fun. I'm crying right now from laughing so fucking hard. Dumb. (laughs) Dumb. (laughs) Yep. I'm tired. And it's just making me laugh way harder than I should. Is that funny how that happens? It (laughs) It is? is. I was like, okay. Good night. Anyway, good night and I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode <laughs> don't forget our social media yes. yeah social media so <laughs> social media so yeah we're on Facebook at my Ride or die podcast Twitter my Ride or die pod Instagram my Ride or die podcast and our email address if you want to email stories complaints which we will ignore or anything <laughs> else
0: or anything which else we will ignore
1: which we will ignore my rider or die podcast at gmail.com and that's that.
0: That's that. It's okay. been a good night.
1: It's been a good night. It's better than Wednesday. Sort of. Yeah. Okay. Good night, folks.
0: Bye. <laughs>